Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at Jaywalk Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Berton's back. He's back, guys. The Washington Wizards win their second straight, 131, 119. They spoil John Wall's revenge tour. But John Wall was exciting to watch, so the Wizards fans got exactly what they wanted. Let's talk about one of the most fun games of the season so far for the Washington Wizards outside of the Brooklyn Nets. Let's get it. Guys, the first thing I want to talk about is I absolutely love the balanced attack. The balanced attack of the Washington Wizards. Rui, 13 points. Mo Wagner, 15 points. Westbrook, 16 points. Beal, 37 points. Matthews he hit one of his two threes. Davis Bertans, 18 points, five of six from three. Denny Adler, five points. Robin Lopez, 12 points. Neto, 12 points. The balanced attack that was the Washington Wizards. They shot 12 of 30 from three for 40%, which was beautiful to see after their previous stretch of games shooting sub 33% from the three-point line. Yes, what I was most impressed with was the defense for the second consecutive night. But I just wanted to point out it wasn't 35 points Bill or 40 points Bill and 20 points Russell Westbrook and no one else. It was a balanced attack versus the Rockets. They collectively wanted to tell John Wall, I hope you have a good game, but not tonight, bro. You will not get the W tonight. And what I mean by that is the fans wanted him to have a good game. But that was the first thing I wanted to say. But guys, look, John Wall shot 38% from the field, 14% from three. Russell Westbrook shot 36% from the field, 0% from three. They both shot terribly. The story was about one Bradley Beal. 37 points, 14 of 24 from the field, 3 of 8 from the three-point line, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. I mean, he also had 3 steals and only 3 turnovers. Bradley Bill was outstanding versus John Wall on both sides of the ball. The point guards didn't play great. Russell Westbrook, however, I do want to point out, he was three of three from the field in the fourth quarter. Five rebounds, five assists. He was outstanding, helped close that game out and put it away. He did not play great in the first half at all. I would say first two and a half quarters. He gathered himself in the second half, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter, and he played very well. He's got to put together some complete games, of course, but he did help close that game out and seal the deal in the fourth quarter to put the game away. Uh, but I do want to say, I know I have Wizard fans listen to the podcast. John Wall, you know, he had a few exciting drives, a few exciting dunks, uh, which I know is something he wanted to do. He wanted to come out here and show out. Um, and he did that in ways with some definitely some highlight worthy plays. Uh, but the Wizards come away with the W. 
Uh, Mo Wagner and Matthews, once again, were just such a disruption on defense. Matthews had one block, one steal, and he was just an irritant defensively. He did great. Mo Wagner was the exact same way. Uh, he had one block and four steals. Both of them are plus six guys. Doesn't matter how many points those guys score. And, and Mo Wagner did help fill it up, so I got 15. It's about the effort they give on the switches, on fighting over screens, on the boards, on just outstanding. I mean, Mo Wagner, he only had three rebounds, but there was plenty of times where it seemed like he was tipping things right where they needed to be just for us to be able to secure the rebound. They were both in passing lanes. They were both fighting over screens. They just give so much high energy. Just It was just amazing to watch them play once again. I just hope that Scott Brooks continues to use this lineup and keep it the same going forward so we can see how they can grow and mess together. Rui Hachimura played 37 minutes. He was 4 of 8 from the field. Uh, he had 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals. He was also very complete um, in this game. I was very, very impressed uh, with his last couple of stretches of games as well. And I know I'm usually harsh on him because I'm not sure how how ready he is for a uh, very important role on a uh, playoff team, uh, for for lack of a better term. Um, I've been hard on him, but he's had a, a good last couple of games. I, I can't really be mad at him. He's still sometimes to be completely lost on defense. Um, but uh, I have to give him credit where credit is due. The last two games, he has been very, very good. Uh, Davis Bertans. He is back. 31 minutes, 5 of 6 from 3. Some of them I just didn't even understand how he made them. I mean, he was just making threes, falling out of bounds sideways, getting fouled on him, just barely hitting the net. He was outstanding. He didn't hurt them too, too much tonight on the defensive end. Of course, he did uh, in stretches, but uh, he wasn't too, too bad tonight. Uh, he also had two steals, two assists, and four rebounds. So everybody got in tonight. Just seeing the effort and the energy all of a sudden with the new starting lineup, it's really fun to watch. Uh, Denny Avdia, two or four from the field, uh, three rebounds. Uh, he had no assists in this game. Um, but his problem was that he just stayed in foul trouble. He had five fouls. That's just him being very young. Uh, he tends to foul a lot. He tends to lean in a little bit um, on drives. And you can tell that he thinks he's standing straight up because he always does the same thing. He holds his hands up like, I'm standing straight up. And then you watch the replay and you're like, mm, not quite. Uh, he'll get better at that as as time goes on. Um, but, uh, you know, solid outing for, for the rookie. Uh, he's just got to grow and things like that. Lopez, 3 of 5 from the field, 6 of 8 from the free throw line, 3 rebounds. Though, to be seven foot, he just never has a ton of rebounds. You know, and he's one of those players where he always seems to have solid numbers. But I'm still not sure that they should play Lopez over Lynn. Mo Wagner starting is the right call. We've been hammering for that for months. Um, but I'm not exactly sure Lopez should play over uh, Lynn. But um, nonetheless, the last two games, it hasn't hurt anything. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, Neto, 4 of 9 from the field, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, he had 4 rebounds, no assists, 1 steal. Um, he had 12 points, so everyone contributed. Uh, it was a good night uh, for everyone on the Washington Wizards. Look, the biggest thing that we should take away is 
this team is playing defense and they're playing inspired with this new look starting rotation something that i have been advocating we have for a very long time on the podcast scott brooks finally tried it and so far it has worked the only thing he's doing uh that went against my vision is he is as far as the current roster is he is not um allowing lynn to get those minutes over lopez uh i would just like to see it but uh you know i get it uh, he's trying to play just veteran savvy uh and lopez he's a calming force you know lopez is gonna try to do more than what he can he's gonna do the exact same thing every game no matter what um and i understand uh scott brooks wanting that stability um but that's the only thing he's doing that is different than what i personally would uh would do now of course i said i would uh, trade for george hill um looks like there are definitely suitors for george hill now that's why i would have done it early because now you're kind of in a bidding war if you wanted to hop on board on that Uh, i think it could help the brooklyn nets have now signed andre robertson uh he is a player that played alongside uh, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook and Paul George. He is an elite uh, on-ball defender and help defender. He's one of those rare who are great at both. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets have inked a deal with him, uh, so that dream has sailed for me. I know he isn't the same player after his knee surgeries, but he's still a very good defender and a great elite help defender uh, because he has a high defensive IQ. I thought he would have been great to anchor the Washington Wizards defense, but that will no longer happen. Uh, so next best thing is I still think they should try and get into the George Hills, George Hill sweepstakes, um, but it'll be harder now that there are other teams uh, reportedly very interested, which is just going to drive up the price for one George Hill, who I think would be flawless next to Russell Westbrook in those lineups rather than Neto or Ish Smith. Uh, but guys, this was a good one. I appreciate you guys for listening. I know everyone's having trouble. Everyone stay safe out there. It's cold. There's lots of snow. Be safe. Help each other out. Same here. Uh, I'm having internet and, and, and power issues here where I am as well. And I just wanted to say I'm praying for everyone. Uh, and I hope everyone is safe. I uh, did want to put that in there. So next, guys. On the 17th, tomorrow, Wednesday, 7 p.m., we have the Nuggets and Wizards. Uh, Guys, the Nuggets are a very, very good team. They do miss Jeremy Grant there. Uh, Now he's with the Detroit Pistons. But nonetheless, it's still a very, very good team. That would be another solid win for the Washington Wizards. Um, I'm hoping we come out with the same lineup. um, But I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, Russell Westbrook played his first time playing on the back-to-back. He looked a little bit sluggish at times. Uh, but uh, guys, he's got to start. He's got to start to get more efficient. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Uh, he's got to be more efficient. I want to end talking about his efficiency. He's got to get more efficient, or else we're going to really struggle uh, versus good teams. Um, if he can show up versus these good teams like the Denver Nuggets, like he did the Brooklyn Nets, then maybe we can get something done. But he cannot continue to just shoot these middies at a high clip uh, rather than go to the basket. He's got to attack the basket. Now, Scott Brooks helps him if he does not play Lopez. It seems like when Lopez plays, he's playing with Russell Westbrook. It helps if Russell if Lopez is not in the lineup. Lopez just camps in the lane. It doesn't make any sense. I've watched Russ want to drive but Lopez is standing in the lane and then he dumps it into Lopez, you know, so he can post up and try to score. There's no driving lanes if you have someone seven foot tall with long arms standing in the middle of the paint. 
Now, he pulls him out. Now there's driving lanes. And it's all up to Russ to just assert himself and get to the rack. Now, there are times when Lopez is not out there and Russ is still taking minutes. He needs to quit that. I understand that he does that to keep the defense honest. He needs to take some. But he's taking way too many compared to how many drives um, that he's having per game. And if he's not hitting the three, just stop shooting it, man. Unless you're wide open. I'm fine with wide open threes. But some of the contested ones with the defender right in front of him, I'm not okay with if you know you're having a poor shooting night. Other than that, guys, Russell Westbrook was a playmaker. He had too many turnovers to me. He had five. But he was a playmaker. Uh, he was finding players all over the court. Uh, beautiful passes. Uh, as always, he's snagging rebounds because he's the team best rebounder. So, you know, he's got to do that. That's just part of his job um, with the Washington Wizards. It was part of his job last year with the Houston Rockets. Uh, you just have to go snag some rebounds. Uh, otherwise, you just get re- out-rebounded as a team uh, by a large margin. So, but guys, he's got to shoot better. And he's got to be more decisive of what he's doing. Sometimes I think he's shooting the midi because he's unsure, uh, which is really amazing to see. I've watched him since he was a rookie. And that's not something that's usually normal for him. Uh, he's usually a very decisive, a decisive player, but I know at times he seems like he doesn't know what to do. And then on top of that, uh, I still think he's recovering. I think he's about 80%, and, but he needs to try and go to the rack. If it was Kevin Durant standing out there, he'd be going to the rack, so he needs to do that. Um, but it was good to see him out there in a back-to-back. At least we know what's an option going forward. Um, if, if maybe this team can get themselves uh, into a spot where they're actually competing for some kind of play-in spot or something like that, that you don't have to throw games away late in the season because they're on a back-to-back. So, all right, guys. But uh, right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. Make sure you guys click subscribe. My podcast is on many platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So make sure you click subscribe. I very much appreciate it. If you like actual clips of the sport and the defensive scheme and all that, go follow my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. If you like the video, please click like. Please, please click like. It helps push my video out, video out even more. But I appreciate you guys so much. I am your host, J.D. Jackson, and I appreciate you guys for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever R, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Session. And as always, until next time, Peace.